Um, okay, we're all set uh, to get started. Um, once again, this is the Three Principles uh, Teleseminar. I'm Mark Howard. Welcome, everyone. Um, so here's how it goes. I'm going to be, I'll be talking, uh, presenting a bit on today's topic for a little bit, um, and then check in with you all, and um, hopefully hear something you have to share about what you've seen around the principles or any questions or thoughts about uh, today's topic. Now, everybody's muted, so um, to, to, to unmute you, what you need to do if you have a question or something you want to share uh, is hit star 2 on your phone, star 2, and I'll see that here on the screen and um, unmute you. So um, I'll let you know about that. And um, toward the end, give you details about uh, getting the recording and also connecting up with my uh, website to get the to be able to download other uh, other teleseminars. Okay, so um, again, good to have you all here. Um, today's topic was uh, just uh, live life and. Um, and so I want to talk a bit about what that's all about. Um, uh, I've been reflecting on that. Sidney Banks actually told me uh, in a phone call I had with him to just live life. And I've been reflecting on that piece of advice for, oh, my God, now maybe uh, it's been 10 years since that phone call. And I'll tell you uh, what, what led up to that and what I'd like to share with you about what I'm I've seen so far um, around that. Um, so what happened was I attended uh, a three-day seminar that Sydney Banks uh, gave here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And um, he was talking to me, it sounded like, um, he was talking about, um, you know, that we are the spiritual energy, they, we are souls that come down to life and then you know, at death, this, our souls go back to where we came from. That's kind of what I heard. But in that moment, I had a deep realization that uh, really there's nothing to fear. Uh, there's nothing in life that uh, that is, that that's to fear. Uh, I really rose to a very high level of consciousness in that probably three seconds. And I really, really saw uh, uh, there's no thing in life, no circumstance, nothing about life to fear, including death. Now, um, I didn't stay there. And um, I'm still, I still know that that level of consciousness is still within me. And it's available to find and to live more from. But honestly, I, I, I don't live at that level. So a week after that seminar, you know, I realized, you know, I'm still kind of getting anxious about a few things, you know, and getting thoughts of insecurity. And I thought, my God, you know, I was at that level where I saw there was nothing to be fearful about. So I thought, well, I'll call Sidney Banks and ask him if he would talk more about death because that's what I thought he was talking about. Um, when I had that insight. Like, I don't really know what he was talking about, but that was my idea. Um, so I called him up and I, I told him, I said, you know, 
can you talk more about death? Because when you were talking about death and our souls and all, uh, I really got this deep insight. And he kind of said, you know, that's really not where to look. He said it in a more uh, strong, strongly worded way. But what he said was just live life. Now, when I heard that on the call, I didn't think he answered me at all. But since that telephone call, I've been reflecting on this. And that's why I wanted to talk about it today with you as a topic and see also if it makes sense for you and what you think about it as we get further into the talk today. But now it makes a lot of sense to to just live life. Um, you know, mainly each moment we're being guided and assisted by the fact that we are part of mind, right? That we are all part of this intelligence that exists in life that creates life that existed before the universe. And moment to moment, we're guided in our lives to um, to the knowledge we have about the, the meaning of life. More practically, we are guided to happiness and well-being. Uh, each moment, we're being assisted by this energy to, to find that, to discover more of that um, for ourselves. So if you just live life, this is what I'm making of it so far, uh, you're, you're purely guided by the intelligence. Um, but what happens for a lot of people, and me included, is um, we start thinking about um, finding something better, um, finding more of what we've realized. Like I did with my phone call to Sid, I was really thinking, well, I don't, um, this was great, um, what I had realized, but, you know, I need to see more. And um, that traps us, uh, that traps us into looking outside, into thinking we can make an insight happen, and into thinking we haven't seen enough, um, but we are completely already that pure knowledge. You see, we're already that. Um, but then, you know, uh, getting in, caught up into thinking we haven't realized enough, we start to put some um, ideas into play that um, we still don't know enough. And it moves us away from just a feeling of peace of mind and actually gratitude for what we have found. I can't tell you how many times the feeling of gratitude has just come to my consciousness and giving me peace of mind. Really, I think when Sid uh, told me to just live life, he was also saying, you know, be grateful for what you have found. You know, be grateful that you can realize that you had an insight at the level you did. You know, be grateful to see that our levels of consciousness are uh, infinite, that they're not set in place, um, that it is really possible for us to, at some point in our lives, realize this knowledge we were born with and live more in um, love and understanding, you see. So being grateful for... Um, 
what you've seen so far about the principles takes you a long way. And I was getting out of that uh, for sure when I called Sid because I got into the thinking that this isn't enough. I don't know uh, the principles enough uh, because I'm not living at one particular level that I thought I should be able to live at. Now, that whole contraction, see, thinking you should be able to live higher than you do, <laughs> Uh, is our human condition you know it 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 looks tempting to think that um but it it's it's a bit painted because you see uh you're not satisfied with what is the minute you look to live at a higher level of consciousness underneath that thinking implied in that is um you don't have enough you don't have enough already but, you know, the truth of the matter is you have everything. You just don't see it right now because of the thinking you're in. So that's really valuable. It's really, really important to live within the understanding you have. Live at the level you are. And be thankful for what you've seen. Um and you'll be guided through the intelligence you are, you know, through this intelligence you're a part of. Moment to moment, it'll occur to you. Yeah, you know, um, one of the hallmarks of addictive behavior or compulsive behavior is really this piece of not being satisfied in the feelings you are now. And so people look to try to make something happen where they could get a better feeling than the feeling they're in now. Again, that's the trap, I think, for all human beings to kind of look outside of themselves to try to find something because um, they're thinking that they want to live at a better feeling or here in the principles, live at a higher level of consciousness, or keep that understanding they reached, um, keep living there, rather than the various experiences we have being in the human condition with the fact that thought changes all the time. So, so living life, to me, when Sidney Banks has said that to me, my reflection about that, is um, what I'm seeing now is um, just being grateful for what you've seen and just live life. Now, people will say it's living in the moment, it's living in the now, but you don't want to you don't want to construct it into anything uh, because then it's a practice. It's something for you to think about. I mean, even the even the idea of living life can become something you strive for, you know. Um, but, you know, we've got words. It's the only way to speak to the fact of, um, you know, living where you are in your life now. See, that's what it's, I, I don't know if some of you uh, are, are um, practitioners, either life coaches or mental health counselors. Um, but, you know, everybody's... Um, um, really kind of looking to know more, see more. Uh, and um, 
I mean, that's really nice to stay open to seeing more. And it's also wonderful and, to me, thrilling to know that uh, my level of consciousness can rise and I could see life at another level of understanding. That's a wonderful thing to know. Um, but, to, but to strive for that um, causes difficulties for us because we're not always going to be at a, a, a level that feels good to us. You know, we have, may have a moment, uh, we may have a day of anxiety and worry. We may have a day of upset. We may have a day of discouragement. We may have, it's not that we, once we rise to another level of consciousness, it, it doesn't mean that um, we're not going to have thoughts like this. Uh, but the idea is, um, Really, I think, uh, to live with where you're at in the moment, to live where you are today, uh, and um, not make much of the level of, of consciousness you're living at. But, you know, that's, that's again, a prescription. It's not something that um, uh, we can do, but we can recognize that. We can recognize that. It can occur to us, oh, my God, you know, I'm really trying to get myself into a better feeling state and um, and uh, that might be making me worse. That doesn't mean that you recognize, um, uh, you know, the state you're in. It might, might be nice to read Sidney Banks or listen to him or, you know, um, talk about the principles with someone. I don't know, but it means that you don't want to look at needing to be in a certain feeling state um, and um, make it kind of make it kind of something that's uh, difficult for you if you find that you're at a level of consciousness that um, uh, is troubling today so when you look at um, just living life and what you have going for you, you know, it's the intelligence of mind is available to us because we are mind. And it will take care of us. It will assist us through the day. Um, and the other thing that came to me in terms of living life is that you kind of let, let you kind of get out of the driver's seat. Like Mark Howard, when I think about just living life, I get myself out of the driver's seat that I have to have a certain kind of day or I've got to make it happen, um, you know. And I let, I just let the wisdom we're born with guide me. I just go into the day less concerned about Mark Howard um, and just, just live in the day to see what it's providing me. Just kind of, look at it as best I can from that place of understanding. So that's another piece to it as well, that um, if you just live life, um, you're not in the driver's seat so much. Um, I've, I think that um, thinking we're in the driver's seat, to me, kind of fools us. I mean, I was taught that my whole life until I came upon the understanding of the principles. But really, if you look at it, 
when you've had an insight or a realization, or you've just dropped into a deep, nice feeling, um, I don't think you really see that you made that happen. Um, I think it just occurs, and then you realize, oh, my God, I'm just in a nice feeling, or, oh, wow, I've just seen something that's really, uh, really uh, insightful. But I don't think you get the experience of making it happen. You know, that's the difference in terms of if I'm in the driver's seat, I'm trying to put some strategy together to make something happen. But again, I mean, I probably, I probably can because my thinking changed, you know, changes when I, you know, think of doing something. Maybe my thinking changes. but really, I'm not, I'm not, Mark Howard doesn't bring about a realization or a lift in a level of consciousness. Um, that comes from the spiritual nature of us. That, that comes from this wisdom that is spiritual. So there's no form to it. So there's no thing, no thing in the physical world of you as a person can do to go get something that's spiritual. But I think it's enough for people and it's certainly enough for me to know that that can happen. Um, And if you just live life, um, it it may happen. You know, if you're just living life, you're certainly in a calmer mental state where you might be able to see something uh, at, at a deeper level. Um, so that's the other piece that I saw about living life that we're not in the driver's seat and that's why it's so valuable to be grateful for uh, the levels of understanding you have reached so far I don't care what it is that you've seen um, the level you've been able to reach you just want to be grateful for that the minute you're grateful for that and you live in that you probably see more I know that's true for me in terms of sharing the principles. The more I share the principles, the more, more I see, the more I have talks with people about the principles. Together, um, we, we tend to see more. Uh, just more about it comes. Sid had a nice metaphor for that. If you have a bottle of wine and it's full and you try to put more wine into it, it won't take it. But if you empty the wine, it'll... Be, it'll be able to take in more wine. Same for us. The more, you know, we talk about it or share what we've seen, the more we will see. The more we um, don't strive to see more, the more we will see. It's kind of a paradox. It looks like it's built like, well, I saw that, so the more I could work at seeing more, I should probably be able to see more. But the more you work at it, the less you see. And the less you work at it, the more you see. So I just wanted to start off today's uh, conversation with you talking about what that's meant for me to um, to live life. And just want to check in with you uh, uh, around if it's making sense for anybody here on the call if you've had any questions that have come up that you'd like to ask or any thoughts you'd like to share. 
if you do, I want to leave some room right now to check into that. Um, the, so if anybody um, has something they want to share, press star 2. Um, so I'll give you a little time to see if you've got a question or a thought you'd like to share. Just press star 2, and I'll see that. Okay, I'm just checking in, and um, I'm going to leave room, too, in a few more minutes for people to um, participate. I would love to hear from you how the month has been for you with your understanding of the principles, any questions you have, or um, any really anything you'd like to share. Any, uh, it doesn't have to be particularly about the topic. So um, another part to this that um, I just wanted to point to um, is um, how um, unexpected um, you can find um, your you can find a little insight or a realization. Um, to what you're trying to get more information for. I was just talking with a client the other day, and, you know, she was struggling with um, a relationship and uh, just really wanting to just see more about it from the principles. And, and so we just kind of talked without really looking into that topic at all, right? You know, so I just kind of said, you know, we kind of, I pointed out that what I was hearing was that she was putting in a lot of effort to try to get an answer. And maybe we could just talk about other aspects of her life, you know, how the job's going, what what's what else is going on for her for the summer. And, and really, you know, again, I was just putting into practice that if you, if you make an effort to try to gain a level of understanding or a little insight into an issue, um, it's going to be difficult because the minute you put effort into it, the the issue you're dealing with looks uh, real. Uh, you're more tempted to keep keep looking at it in the same way. Um, and so it's much more difficult when you've got a lot of energy and trying to find an answer to something in your life. Um, it's much more difficult to, to find something new because you're engrossed in it. It's become alive for you. You're captured by it. It's like it's just like surrounding you. So we just kind of talked about everyday things, and um, and uh, uh, so then she was talking about how she's been able to um, with this understanding of principles. Uh, relate with more understanding of the humanness of her staff. And she said, you know, I went to, a, I, we have these staff meetings with my small staff every Tuesday. And I used to think about one of the nurses there as being a troublemaker. 
And so I went in already set up for that, and I couldn't really relate to her. And with this understanding, I realized, well, she's just in the human condition like me. And uh, this is the understanding she was sharing with me as we were just talking in the session. And then she said, yeah, you know, and then it came to me that that she's just creating her reality of me through the same principles. She's using thought in her particular way, and it's creating ideas about the group, her colleagues, and me, her manager. And I had this wave of understanding for her. And um, I just started to speak from the understanding rather than from my um, ideas of her. And from that understanding, I could hear um, a grain of truth. That's That's what my client said. I heard a grain of truth in what she was saying. And I spoke to that, and she just calmed down. I spoke to it. I, I, re, I, you know, I let her know that. I, oh, I see what she's trying to point to, and what she was pointing to made sense. And I was, and this is the client speaking, and I was able to tell her that, you know, I'm working toward that same situation, and uh, then offered to the group. Well, what do you all think? How can we work together to to deal with that? And this staff person that was like. Always, always um, disruptive, calm down completely. And so, um, so as she was talking to me about this, I thought, well, geez, you know, I was talking to her out loud about this curiosity. I thought, well, now, is there any way that that can transfer to this other relationship you came in today? So here she was in a whole different state, at a whole different level of understanding with insight that she brought into the session. So now, going back to look at that other relationship, it looks completely different because she's at another level. So, again, living life, I I see this included in the topic of living life because um, when you just live and don't go in and look at, uh, you know, a particular difficult situation uh, in the same way and trying to see something, see, and trying to see something, but you just live, um, it's surprising how um, you may get something uh, that will allow you to see how you could apply it to that situation. It's a more, I mean, like this whole thing about this intelligence we're a part of, I mean, we're just beginning to glimpse what it can provide us. I remember, you know, like I've been telling all of you on different teleseminars that I take walks now and listen to Sidney Banks tapes. And just what I was sharing with you, it's happened for me on these walks. I've been listening to him over a year now on these walks. And, you know, he'll say something and I'll get kind of a little insight or a glimmer into, you know, a principle about it or how it can, it just kind of forms how it can work here in like, you know, just everyday life. And then all of a sudden I'm walking a little further and say, oh man, that can help me with this piece, this piece that I've kind of not found any solution for. 
So, um, again, as you're just living life, you're just not thinking about yourself. You're not striving to find more. You see more. Now, you don't want to live life in order to see more. <laughs> you know, you don't want <laughs> to set it up again like you need to see more. You don't need to see another thing. Um, we just think we need to see another thing or see more. Of course, there are much more levels of understanding to reach, of course. But um, you want to live within what you've seen. One more piece before I check in with you. Uh, again, if you go about um, the day living life, it also protects you from thinking about yourself, thinking about how you're doing, evaluating yourself, having a memory and then evaluating how you did there or how wrong you were to operate the way you did in the past. All of those ideas about how we're doing really, really affects our well-being. It really affects the feeling of living life. So the minute we begin to think about ourselves, um, it's easy for us to get into a lot of things, comparisons, judgments, opinions, and all of those, all of those take our spirit down. So that's another element to living life. The, just being in that beautiful place of just living life, you you don't think about yourself. So we're kind of looking at that together today in the various areas, aren't we? We're thinking about ourselves whenever we think we need to be at a higher level of consciousness, right? So it's kind of we've kind of come to that idea that. Um, Outside of living life, we're thinking about ourselves. We're thinking we need to be in a better place. And um, again, when people are in insecure thought or they're in a low level of thinking and low mood thinking, um, people have a tendency to um, want to strive for feeling better, kind of the human condition. Um, but all you're looking for in those moments is the understanding, you're just trying to bring yourself back into the understanding you've seen about the principles. Okay, so we've covered a few areas here in ways that thought can manifest uh, outside of living life. Um, just want to hear from you. Um, again, hit star two if you have any questions. I'd love to hear um, any thoughts you're having. Um, I'd love to hear how your month has been. Um, so, um, just let me know. Hit, sorry, I don't mean let me know. I'm just saying hit star two and then um, uh, we can talk. You know, again, this teleseminar is really, the idea is to have kind of a principles forum where we hear from people. Well, a hand just went up. I don't have a name for this person, but if you just hit star two, you can start talking. Hi, Mark. It's Yari speaking from UK. How are you? Oh, oh, hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks. 
Oh, good, good. Um, what would you like to share? Well, uh, what you said about living life um, really appealed to me in a, in a few ways. So um, the first thing is that um, as I live my life, I notice that I evolve uh, for the better. Things that used to bother don't bother me anymore. Yeah. And um, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, uh, it's really great, you know, because I have this awareness that I'm changing. Maybe I was changing before as well, but I wasn't aware. Mm-hmm. I think probably I was changing less than I'm now. Uh-huh. So yeah, so not something I do, but you know, suddenly I just notice, oops, this thing is not there anymore. It doesn't bother me. I wasn't even aware that it bothers me until it disappeared. Yes, this is great. Um, and another thing is about um, um, living my life, which is also, I think, very relevant, is that I noticed recently that something was bothering me. And, and like you said, um, we shouldn't be afraid from anything, which also nothing should bother us because it's all our thinking. <laughs> but life, <laughs> as you also said, life doesn't work like that. We are bothered by things. By We are concerned with, uh, you know, day-to-day life and, um, you know, how to make our livings and, you know, our love life and, you know, relationships and whatever. So uh, I I caught myself being in a situation that something was bothering me and and, and uh, it was actually something quite small, but I said, it shouldn't bother me, you know, because it's not, you know, it shouldn't bother me, but I said, yeah, but it does bother me. And if it bothers me, then I need to, I cannot act from the fact that it shouldn't bother me. I have to act from what I feel at the moment. So... I did, you know, of course, it was. I did, I did it as far as I could without causing damage to anybody, of course, uh, because that's where I am at the moment. You know, maybe one day it will not bother me, but at the moment it does, and then I act according to that. Well, geez, that's really wonderful what you're sharing. Um, I think the first part is a very common experience when people. Uh, tap into the wisdom of these principles where they find that some things that were in their lives aren't there as much, like bother or discouragement or uh, judgment, you know. It just seems to mm-hmm. go, by the, go by the wayside. I see it a lot um, with couples because I, I work a lot with couples. And when they first come in to see me, they have a lot of things they they want to fix. But when they start to get um, the, the feeling of this understanding, the feeling of the principles, they live life with each other without so much thinking. Many of those things they want to fix don't, aren't in their minds anymore. It, it's just gone. It, it, it goes by the wayside. It's nothing to them anymore. Just like your bother kind of, it becomes nothing anymore in your life. So that's wonderful for you to have that experience and share with us about that. And something, again, to to be grateful for. Gratitude is a deep, 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 deep feeling. Um, when I'm talking about living life, I'm talking about a spiritual state of mind. I'm talking about, again, what I'm pointing to is You know, nothing practical. I'm not saying go live your life. I'm just saying 
what I heard from Sid was really about a state to live in, a state of really not much thought about your life, you know. So I want to really, so you help me clarify that. And yeah, you know, if you're um, you're in bother, and uh, that all you could, that's all you can do, you know, is live what your thinking is in the moment. Really, that's all that's all any of us can do. But you know, with a with a little glimpse into the principles that all of us had, it may occur to us uh, while we're in bother. Uh, to take it easy or, you know, something about it being thought may occur to us. But um, there's no way um, if you're in a state of mind that you can get out of your state of mind. And it'll occur to you as a thought, oh, my God, I'm caught up in bother again. I can't see any other way about it. So so I've just got to go as lightly as I can about this. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, I'll see something about it in the future. Um, um, so th- those are just some thoughts I had with about all of what you shared, and and uh, and I want to just again really talk with everybody here on the call that what I'm pointing to is a feeling in you, uh, a feeling that that we're, that Sid is saying live life is really a feeling of just being okay uh, with what what you've got, you know, being satisfied with what is today, feeling of contentment, uh, not a prescription to, you know, just go live your life, you know, live your life, you know. It's, <laughs> um, I, I don't mean it in that regard. Uh, I mean it in terms of a, a state in which you can live. You know, Sid says that... Um, Mental health is, is, is really simple. It's just contentment. See, so when I called him, I was outside of that contentment for what I had found. I was now wanting to maneuver my state of mind or life. I wanted to maneuver it. I wanted to bring it about in some way. And so he heard that. I, this is what my guess is, and he he had nothing to do with my thoughts. He he didn't want to have anything to do with them, and he didn't want me to have anything to do with those thoughts of striving to live in another level. He said, in a way, I think he said, live in what you have. And really, if we live in what we we have, we're going to be fine. We're going to be in that deeper feeling. It's only. I was thinking, well, I don't, I shouldn't be in um, a low mood today, or you know, I'm too bothered today. What's wrong with me? I should feel another way, or whatever it is, right? Um, but with our understanding, it might help us um, just live in what what we have today, and not try to reach out into different things around us to try to maneuver life or maneuver ourselves. So thanks so much for sharing that. Nice to hear from you. Thank you. Um, anybody else that you would love to share, I'd love to hear from you. If you've got anything to share or any questions, um, really feel free to share with us. It's like, to me, I had this vision of a teleseminar so of us all sitting around like in a town hall meeting, you know, and people kind of sharing things that 
contributes to the town hall meeting. I've talked. I've talked enough. You, you know, I mean, it'd be wonderful to hear from one or two of you. We've got a little time left to to for that. If anybody would like to share some things, again, just hit star two. Well, you can do so with the remaining time. I'll talk a little bit more and share a little more. But as I'm sharing, if if you'd like to uh, ask something or share something, go ahead and and do a star too, and I'll see this. And you know, when I'm done sharing, I'll come come to you and and um, we can talk together. Uh, so this was a nice thing where we came to with um, the last caller. You know. Um, and what what we came to in what I'm seeing there is that um, with the principles, we're really pointing to a feeling. Uh, we're not pointing to a strategy or something to do. You'll find your own ways. Like for me, what you know, the thing to do right now is to listen to Sydney Banks when I go on walks. That just, for me, you know, but I'm not going to prescribe that to other people. I mean, like, I'll recommend that to people because I don't think you can, you can get any, any more spiritual than Sidney Banks listening to him or reading his books. But in the form that I have it now, that's just me. It's just coming from what I like to do about, I don't know, hearing the principles. So you'll form your own way, um, but it's really about living life inside, inside yourself. And uh, if you kind of get beyond that and caught up in striving for something or looking for a better state, you can kind of correct that to just getting the feeling of living life. Live today is another way of saying it. But I don't mean it for you as a strategy. I mean it for you to reflect on, to find something within you that's a feeling for this. Um, Because really it is about the deeper feelings in us, uh, these really deep feelings of gratitude, of appreciation, of uh, love, of understanding, um, connection. That's what you look for. And, um, you know, maybe in the old ways, you know, part of this might be called self-acceptance. I think that in some of the psychologies that were um, humanistic, called humanistic, um, they saw that when people, they didn't know that, that this was happening, but they saw that when people got into higher levels of consciousness, they didn't see it as that, but they saw that people were more self-accepting. Uh, Abraham Maslow had this hierarchy, but he also studied people who are at higher, he really did make a study of people that are at higher levels of consciousness. And one of the factors he saw was that they were more self-accepting. Then people strive to do things to become more self-accepting, like get into groups, 
encounter groups and so forth. But but the principles tell us we don't need to do a thing because it's already there. And it manifests itself as we live life. If we live in the feeling, if we live in gratitude for what we are, what we have found, for example, that's just an example, we are more self-accepting and we're more more other-accepting. See, that's the big thing, too. It's a beautiful thing I just heard on a tape with Sidney Banks. He said, you know, uh, we're all the same. We're all using the principles, creating the reality we live in. So the people around you in your day are doing the same thing you are. And um, you can tell the kind of thinking they're engaged in by how they're acting, <laughs> you know. But that's what saves us. You know, if we could see that that person who might be uh, disturbing to us is really caught up in a certain kind of thinking because that's the only reason they'd be acting that way, um, we could be more accepting. So it's a beautiful byproduct of, uh, once again, touching the spiritual essence of what we are. And it manifests in these feelings. And then it manifests in terms of what we might call self-acceptance or accepting others. But it isn't that you try to become self-accepting. Self-accepting is what you already have. It's just blocked by the thoughts you're in. It's the same thing, I think I've talked with you again, on uh, I've shared it on other teleseminars, but, you know, um, there are a lot of um, workshops out there now to look at um, workshops, three-day workshops on gratitude or forgiveness. Well, there's no workshop you need to go to because you are already that, you see. You are already that and... You, you're, you have deeper feelings than that. Now, I don't know those deeper feelings, but I heard Sid say that there are, we are even deeper feelings than that. So that's why this whole thing today about living life calms down our minds, our personal minds. Because if you live in the spirit of that, the feeling for that, um, you have everything. You, you never, ever go without everything. It just looks that way when we feel lacking. And that's just created through thought because we've noticed we're in a certain feeling or we don't have um, a relationship or our work isn't going so well or we don't have this. <clears throat> So we get into thinking about it because we can think and then that moves us away from all these wonderful feelings of, you know, uh, being contented, being satisfied. That's all because we are already everything we're looking for. See, that's the key to recovery. That's the key to mental health is that realization we are everything we're looking for. 
Same with these couples that come in to see me. You know, they get fooled into thinking that they can fix all of these items. They will have the love they're looking for. But you are already the love you're looking for. Fixing the items distracts you. It makes you look like you don't have what you're looking for. But you you can never not be the principles. You get that? If it's spiritual and you're spiritual, you can never not be that. There's nothing that the, the spiritual energy cannot be. You see, it cannot not have an existence. Only thought, only our own personal thinking can make it look like it doesn't exist. Isn't that something? That's all we have to see. Once we see, oh my God, it's just our thinking that makes it so, then we can easily correct, we can look for a new thought, and we get more um, uh, flexibility to use thought in different ways. But really, uh, right now, we are all that we're looking for and more, and more. All right, one more check-in here. Uh, anybody want to share any thoughts they're having or any questions? Star two, and uh, I'll see that. Well, we've got a quiet group today. That's okay. I'm fine with that. I just want to leave room for people who might want to share with us. Well, we've covered a lot. I mean, even that last piece, I can feel the depth of of the feeling I had when I was sharing that with you. Um, you know, I really, again, saw that the spiritual nature we are, these spiritual principles, um, can't be any less. You see? You can't... Uh, quantify the energy. It's all there. But the only thing that we can do is affect our experience of it via our thinking. And we have the free will to do that, but we also have the free will to know what we're doing so we can correct. And that's why the feelings are so important. Because you go back to the feelings of well-being, contentment, gratitude, uh, compassion, etc. You're there. You're there. So, you know, uh, real briefly before we conclude, I was talking with somebody who um, is a practitioner in the principles and I'm mentoring them. And um, they had a really severe case of somebody who was diagnosed with schizophrenia and that threw him for a bit because you know, the person was so, you know, delusional that, you know, the question they had for me was, well, I mean, is there something here where, um, you know, it, it this person really is not that, you know, not that deep. Uh, you know, is there some way that they'll never get in touch with it? You see, so... But it, is, it can't. There's no way that whatever it is you're thinking, I don't care what it is, can ever, ever disconnect you from the full, 
full spiritual energy that you are. Nothing. You know, um, I did a, there's a talk out um, that I, that I gave as an answer to a question when I was teaching with Michael Neal in Santa Monica. And we carved that out of the video because it was, for me, that pure depth that I was in of answering a question. And uh, it was about brain and anxiety and depression. And, um, you know, there were a few questions about it um, as it's gone around the Internet about, well, doesn't the brain affect you? Well, it does. My, you know, one of the examples I used was my stepmother had dementia, you know, and she couldn't function well, but she had complete connection to the principles. And I tell the story of how she and I connected spiritually from laughing together about something she shared. And we had this deep connection of love. And she connected, and I connected with her. So the, there's no human, there's no life that isn't completely the spiritual, the, the, the spiritual energy, completely the principles, completely. Now, there may be some things that interfere with connecting to that. I mean, not connecting to that, but experiencing that. We're always connected to it. That's what I'm saying, you know. And that's the piece to see I'm living life. That's what Sid was trying to tell me, I think. I never asked him what he meant by telling me that, but I'm just in my reflections coming to these thoughts about it. So I hope today was a helpful talk for you all. I hope it uh, was helpful. Um, and um, I hope you're all having a wonderful summer. My God, you know, we're almost through, we're through the halfway point, I think, aren't we, of summer? It's going by so fast. Um, well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. We'll talk again in August. Um, it might be a week later. I'll let you know through, you know, the mailings that I do because I'm going to be away for some of August. But looking forward to talk with, talking with all of you in August. Uh, again, have a good month and um, see you all next month. Take care, everybody. And, oh, yeah, once again, I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, again, this will be up on the website, um, www.3principlesinstitute.org um, in a couple of days for you to download. And I, I also think we send them out to you individually for those of you that are on the call. Um, and if you have any questions for today, email me. Uh, it's at Dr. Dr. Mark Howard at Comcast, C-O-M-C-A-S-T dot net. All right, everybody. Enjoy. Talk with you next month. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.